What's up, everybody? We're rolling audio here today on episode 52 of The Harder Show. How are you doing? How's it going? I hope you're having an absolutely fantastic weekend so far. Thank you so much for tuning in, clicking that play button on part two of my conversation with Brandon, Braden, and Dylan from Outshined. Uh, This part two you're going to hear is an awesome conversation. Um, We get into the making of their latest offering, uh, their kind of self-titled EP. We talk about all the process of that, talk about each song individually. The guys kind of give me a rundown of how each song was recorded, the meaning behind each song, and all that kind of thing. So it's a really, really cool conversation. I really hope you guys enjoy it. I know I I thoroughly enjoyed it. Uh, This one has a lot of laughs and random segues in it as well. Um, So again, I do apologize if anyone was looking for a more professional done podcast with these guys. But uh, unfortunately, that's not what you're going to get because I am not a uh, a professional broadcaster by any stretch of the imagination. But if there's one thing I am, I'm fun sometimes, I guess, right? Right? I guess I guess I'm fun sometimes. But anyway, before I get into that, I just want to give a big thank you to everybody who took the time to check out the part 1 of Outshine's podcast that I put up on Thursday. It was very, very cool. Um, I, I, I knew I'd get a decent uh, reception from it um, just because it's outshined. <laughs> but uh, right now, we're just uh, just about at 60 v- uh, listens in total right now for uh, in between the SoundCloud and the uh, YouTube. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. Now, that could be more. Um, I, I find that uh, with the iTunes involved, sometimes my, uh, my listens can be a little uh, uneven. Um, and what, just what I mean by that is sometimes my, my listens won't show up on the, basically the SoundCloud is what I use to feed the podcast into iTunes. Um, so sometimes the, the, the listens from iTunes won't show up on the SoundCloud until like a week after. <laughs> so I'll randomly go from like 20 listens to like 50 and I'm like, what the hell? And then I'll look and go, oh, okay. So uh, if, if you happen to listen to on iTunes, thank you very much. I appreciate it. Um, if you listen on the SoundCloud, thank you. I appreciate it. And if you listen on the YouTube, thank you. I appreciate it. Uh, the YouTube definitely has been uh, growing a little bit um, for anyone who uh, happened to check out that little video I put up the other night there. Um, just giving my thoughts on uh, Johnny Gargano versus Tommaso Ciampa for the Cruiserweight Classic. Um, even if you're not wrestling people, you know, I still appreciate you guys checking it out. Um, something different that uh, I did. Um, almost a, not a vloggy type thing, but just kind of almost a video opinion. Um, I, I was thinking about doing a quick podcast about it, uh, but I just said, you know, I'm just going to put up this video and it is what it is. Some people really dig um, when I do the uh, video updates and the vloggy type stuff, so I, I might start doing that slightly more often. Um, it can be a bit of a pain, uh, just because I, you know, I don't really have the equipment to do uh, decent quality video content, um, which is why I do the podcast mainly, um, and also I just prefer podcasts. But so it's definitely something I've thought about. If if you guys would maybe like to see more of that kind of stuff, definitely let me know. I always always appreciate any feedback from you guys at all. Just to just talk to you guys at all. You know, you can always hit me up on the Facebook, the Twitter, the Instagram. Hit me up on the Snapchat. Um, you know, Snapchat's Terrence James, all one word, T E R N C E James J A M E S. Pretty easy to find. Um, I it's my personal Snapchat, but I also do do uh, 
updates and that kind of thing for the podcast and random podcast behind the scenes things. Um, basically, anytime I have a, a guest on the podcast, I'm probably going to hype it and let everyone know who it is specifically, uh, unless it's someone I want to really make sure I hype. Um, I'm probably going to put up on the Snapchat. So definitely, if you have Snapchat, follow me. Um, I don't Snapchat all the time, but uh, I, I'll go through these little phases where I like won't Snapchat for like a week, and then I'll Snapchat like a hundred times in a day. So something to keep in mind if you're into that. You guys know you can also find me on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. All my handles are just The Harder Show. And you can always send me an email anytime at thehardershow at gmail.com, all one word. So that's all that. Um, just before I kick into uh, part two here as well, I want to give a quick shout out to my man, Mr. Jason Reese over at Jaybird Digital Arts. You guys know, if you've listened to the podcast before, how much... I talk about Jason, and and I I feel the need to talk about Jason and Jay Bridges Larch not only because he makes a he has a phenomenal job with his product. He does it for a great price. He's very quick and all that kind of stuff. Like he business and all that kind of thing is great. It's a great business, Jay Bridges Larch. If you need any kind of digital media, um, any kind of uh, print work or. Uh, tons of stuff i i don't even know how to <laughs> explain it anymore um but if you need any kind of merch or anything even like that he can do all that for you um <clears throat> for anyone who uh follows the show regularly you guys would have seen my t-shirts that i uh, i had uh jason do up for me and they turn out awesome um but aside from all the business stuff just jason himself is a great guy if you guys watch the live cast you know how great of a guy he is because he literally drove an hour um, on his own dime and own time to come bring me my t-shirts for the live cast i did there a couple weeks ago that was awesome i'm still uh, just kind of over the moon about that but um so definitely be sure to check jason out if you uh are in need of any kind of um digital art stuff or anything like that any merch or anything like that he's a great guy does it for a great price you can find him on the web at www.jbird that's j-a-y-b-i-r-d digitalarts.com you can also find him on facebook instagram under the jbird digital arts name under the jbird digital arts name all right with all that uh, uh random uh, talkings and uh plugging and so forth out of the way we're gonna get into this part two without shine first i want to play you guys my my new intro um you guys heard it last week it is uh the first little beginning of outshine song why you also heard the full song why on last week's podcast at the end of it that was cool um you guys will hear some more music at the end of this podcast i'm not going to tell you what song it is but it is off outshine's new ep and it's going to be exclusive you can only hear it right now here on the harder show unless you have the actual physical ep so definitely stay tuned for that guys let's get into the part two with brandon braden and dylan Let's get into it. Alright, so we're back hanging out with Outshine here, part two. Guys, thanks for hanging out for three days while I uh, get this right <laughs> <out here. laughs> <laughs> Sorry I haven't left your house yet. They're uh, very, <laughs> yeah. but, uh, very tired. For the long one, I've gotten used to you at my house, man. It's pretty cool. Yeah, I know. I know. This is this is cool. I'll just, I'll just come by randomly. Like you'll just be like hanging out. I'll be like <laughs> we've grown a, we've grown a man stench together. Yes, it is. Yeah. Yes. Oh, for sure. <laughs> All right. So before uh, part part one, there 
Uh, thank you, everybody, for tuning in again for part two here with Outshined. Um, we're going to get into some mo- more uh, kind of modern stuff that's going on and that kind of thing. Preach. So what are you talking about? <laughs> you said no. thanks for everyone tuning in. I said preach. 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 <laughs> thanks, everybody. Um, so just kind of dive right into it here, not wasting any time or anything. Um, when you guys, the the uh, last time you guys played Battle of the Bands, you guys kind of did like that, like headlining thing. Is that correct? Or that was, uh, um, well, talking about not, no, it was like, I guess it was kind of a headline, but we judged as well. That's yes. Sorry. We that did, was it. I was like, oh, headline, yeah. And then we came back and judged and played last yes. as well. So yeah. now the reason I bring that up, um, cause I, I want to get into kind of the more modern stuff that's going on and that kind of thing. Um, these guys are cracking up over here, but <laughs> <laughs> we, um, the reason I, I bring that up, like I said, um, that that night where you guys were the judges in that, that was uh, the first show, um, aside from that acoustic performance, I guess, in front of gigs, that you guys actually went as a three-piece. Um, and I just kind of wanted to ask about that because I, you know, I did ask Brandon about that when he was on the podcast, but as far as you guys, from your kind of your point of view, you guys kind of remember that night, obviously delving into it as much as you want. I mean, obviously, Sean's listening. Sean knows what happened. <laughs> Sean was... Yeah. yeah. Um, but... Well, yeah, I mean, it wasn't, as I said before, it wasn't really like a by-choice thing, I guess. Well, I guess it was and it wasn't. Um, yeah. But I think I think Sean, not you know, parting ways with Sean was kind of a long time coming thing. Like we'd been jamming for a while, just the three of us, and he, he just he just was jamming with Eleanor Shore and yeah, he was just busy elsewhere, which is great all band. right. Yeah, yeah. And, and with band. work, and you know, he just got in a new relationship, so they were you know they were doing their thing and making sure that was gonna work. So yeah, it just happens. Like. It was quite a bit of time too. Like the band was on hiatus, and yeah. the three of us yeah. just started talking and realized like. Why aren't we doing anything? Yeah, because like, what are we doing? Like, you know, I was working at the shop, so I had I had you know Fridays. Shout out to Gigs off. Music. Yeah, I had Fridays and stuff, that kind of thing off, so I could work. Only <laughs> probably only Braden got that joke. <laughs> All right, so yeah, Dylan wasn't working, Braden wasn't working either, and uh, it was just like what were you guys doing then? God, yeah. we were gaming. Both in school. I yeah, oh, see, fair yeah, enough. yeah. Dylan was victory lapping, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I was in my first year of college. Mm-hmm. I think Sean was going to school at that time as well, so. Yeah, he victory lapped with me as well. Yeah. You guys were busy. Like, life was taking yeah, off, so to speak. I was the only yeah. one not really that busy. Well, working at the shop, but, you know, other than that. Was that even a job? No, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> shout yeah. out to Gigs Music. Shout out to, shout out to Gigs Music again. Rest in peace. Yeah. Um, so, R.I.P. Gigs Music. Um, <laughs> like, it, it, yeah, no, anyway. So, yeah, there's, there's like a, a hiatus of, I guess you could call it for, what, like six months? Yeah. like It was, it was a long time. Like all but our families, like, you know, what have you guys been doing? Like, is there anything coming out? Like, not really. Yeah. What's going on? Nothing. Nothing. Like, I, I don't know about you guys, but I was still working on riffs and stuff at home. I was still yeah. sending you guys riffs that whole time, too. Yeah, oh, yeah, you were, yeah. We were exchanging ideas and stuff. Yeah, and we didn't stop talking as a band. We are still talking to each other. It was just nothing Daily, was happening. Pretty yeah. much. Oh, yeah. Just, uh, yeah, we just couldn't figure out... <laughs> Timing for getting stuff together. Good one, Braden. No time to jam. Oh, I'm like. leaving that stuff in. I'm, I'm leaving the burps in. <laughs> I'm so in. I'm going to show the world how filthy you guys are. Or <laughs> <laughs> dirty. But, uh, yeah, I mean, it just kind of, I guess, like I said in the last one, I think I used the same phrase. It just came to a head, and it was like, you know. You can sort of tell, like, we were, like, it was going downhill. Like, we had to do something. And I know, I, I remember me and Brandon just talking to ourselves, like, like besides Sean and Braden, just talking about how. Like, the band's just doing nothing, and I was just trying to figure something out, and it was really hard to think of anything to do, because... Yeah, because, like, Dylan and I, like, we've always been on the same page. We've both known that we've wanted it really bad and wanted to continue with the band, and at that point, we didn't know how how in Braden and Sean were, mm-hmm. so 
you know, just after, because of life, not like yeah, anything yeah, particular. yeah. It, and it came down to like we had a show in Tweed that we were supposed to, to cover like what was a two hour set or something like that. Yeah, and it, like Sean came to a rehearsal and he had a rehearsal with Eleanor Shore right after. So it was a matter of we had like an hour, hour and a well, half. That was for the Battle of the Bands that we were host for. Oh yeah, you're right. Yeah, you're yeah, because right. I remember you guys did the Tweed show yeah. after. Yeah. And then we had to shoot a video for your school as well. Mm -hmm. So we ran like we ran Y like a couple times and that was it. So that was cutting it pretty close already. We were already nervous about that. And we'd been jamming, so we knew the three of us were gonna be alright with it. It was just a matter of like we hadn't jammed with Sean for a long time. Mm -hmm. And then that night it was like, Yeah, guys, I'm not gonna be there till like an hour before and then I'm not gonna be there till half an hour before and then it's like, Yeah, I'll be there right when we're about to play. Yeah. And then is it delayed? Because maybe I'll come a bit later than that. Yeah. yeah. And like when you know, like I mean, I, and I was there. Like, I was there kind of chilling with you guys because I was alone. Um, so thanks for letting me hang out. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> they were alone as usual. Yeah. Um, I was, like, hanging out, and, like, I saw the stress because you're like, like, what are we going to do? And, like, yeah. You know, Brandon's just like, yo, like, you want to, like, play guitar with us? And I was like, no. <laughs> Not to mention I'm 24. <laughs> like, you know, we can't solely blame Sean. No. Like, no. Dylan and I, no, Dylan no, no, and I no. were... In hindsight, we didn't we handle did. the whole thing well. No, no. Just texting him and saying, like, you might as well just not show up. Yeah. Like, there was yeah. a lot better things we could have done, but... Yeah, that was my but I mean, I think it's... You know, we were just at that point, like, we were like, you know, if you're going to show up, like, five minutes before and, you know, pull an Axl Rose... Yeah. You know, well, we were, he was supposed to be there with us to judge. To judge. Yeah. And he cha yeah, he changed his mind. But, yeah, like, you know, Dylan and I, we were both in relationships, too, so we were making that work. Yeah. And, you know, it's just, just the way life got in the way. That's all it really yeah. was. But once we... You no know, hatred for Sean, like, you know. No, no, not at all. Yeah. You know. Hatred. Not at all. No, you know what I mean. Powerful word. Oh, no, you know what I mean. Like, <laughs> Shots fired like at Sean from Dylan Porter over here. Yeah. <laughs> well, it just, no, like, just you know, that night it was like, Braden's like, you know, what do you guys want to do? Because if he's not going to be here right till time, we've barely had a rehearsal. Yeah. So, you know, that was when we just kind of called it and we're like, you know what, we'll just do it as a three-piece tonight. And then the next day was like the actual conversation we kind of had with Sean where he was like, okay, so what's up? What's going on? What do you yeah, guys... Yeah, we got really in-depth kind of like just... Yeah. Well, there's probably some, you know, some grievances to air, I'm sure. Yeah. yeah. First, oh, yeah. first and foremost. Yeah. I mean, I can just tell from even, like, being around you at the store. Like, nothing negative, but just like, oh, like, I could tell you were stressing out yeah. about it. And, like... We kept it, like, we kept it all respectful, it. though. Oh, yeah, yeah, of we, course. Yeah. Yeah. And, like, Sean and I were always the ones, and I know Sean will completely <laughs> agree with this, so I have no problem saying this. Sean and I were always the ones that butted heads in the band, but not in, like, a... You're an asshole kind of way. Oh, just you guys butt heads. Creative differences. Yeah, it was just creative differences. That's all. It's the it polite was, way right? to say it. Uh, no. Yeah. <laughs> so him and I probably had it out the most in that conversation that day, but you know, at the end of the day, had it out the most. Dylan cracks a smile. So was there some <laughs> heated? Was there some heated uh, exchanges no, happening? I think it was or? probably just laughing more because it was just Sean and I. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, yeah. But so that was that was the day that, um, and then you guys did that show in Tweed as a three piece. No, Dylan's dad played with us. That's yeah. right. That's right. Yes, we yes, just yes, rehearsed okay. our balls off yeah. for that show. Yeah, that's right. I forgot about my that. dad up there sweating once again. Right yeah. on. That was fun, <laughs> with JV. Yeah, it was a cool time. Yeah, I, I, I forgot that because I think I remember again not to keep like bringing myself into this. But I remember you were like, "Yo, so like, yeah, <laughs> you want to do this tweet show?" And I was like, "I cannot play guitar for yeah. two hours." Straight. Oh yeah, TJ, like, TJ was originally yeah. supposed to do it. Yeah. I was like, because at first I was like, "Fuck yeah, yeah," yeah. and then like I Jesse thought about it. Yeah, we asked Jesse Paulette as well. After you couldn't we ask Jesse? We thought about Bryson for a while. My dad, my dad away. wanted to be the last resort because <laughs> he likes being in the crowd. But yeah, for yeah. sure. But he, of course, he'll he'll come up and play with us. We need him, right? So 
Yeah, and the thing with your dad was always like, "No, you guys can do it yourselves. Like you, you'll be fine." But yeah, I think he knew. He just knew. He's like, "You're gonna be fine." At that at yeah. that point, like I wasn't comfortable with just playing guitar and singing for two hours. Like I don't think we all we all weren't really comfortable with that. I mean, that's like, a big. Was, yeah. So was that like the first like long show you guys did? Like oh, yeah. Was, a, yeah, absolutely. Without Sean, yeah. And that was like that was the longest show we I think we'd ever done with or without Sean. Yeah, that was like a two hour set. That like, was long. Mm-hmm. That's a long yeah. set. So yeah, I think becoming a three piece was definitely hardest on Brandon more than anyone oh, else. Because oh, yeah. still and I can sit here and go, oh, it's no big deal. Yeah, nothing changed doing the us. same thing. Yeah, Brandon's got all the guitars now. He's got all the and solos. All the vocals, He's singing yeah. on top of that. Yeah, it's definitely harder for you. I, I remember the conversation we had. Like, like it was a couple days after you came into work. I was like, like, what's going on? You're like, yeah, I guess we might go as a three piece. I don't know. Yeah, I'll see what happens. Yeah, you're just kind of like, yeah, like. Dude, like I don't know what yeah. I'm gonna do. Like, and then even even like writing songs became difficult because mm-hmm. like, like we we think of the sick riff for like say like a verse and it's like, Brandon doesn't want to play it and sing the verse at the same time. Like, because uh, I can't. Yeah, <laughs> I physically can't do it. Like there were songs that just like I, I think it was all hope is gone. And break you're it just, down. Yeah, you're just like bro, it's not gonna happen. Yeah, like those yeah. one of those songs. I never remember which one. I always messed them up. I n- still to this day I messed them up. We could have played them every single day of the week and I still mess up the names. <laughs> But the one I, I like learned how to play the chorus, not I could do, but to play the verses of it, I was like, nah, not happening. Yeah, we and we did try them a few times, like at rehearsals, and it just wasn't happening. Just wasn't. No, there are some riffs. Just pe- like there are people, like I know me personally. Like I'll be able to play like crazy metal stuff. Then you try and teach me Slither. Yeah, I can't play Slither. Yeah, I don't know why. Just for some reason, my brain can't make that happen. Yeah, I don't know why. Still to this day. Well, like but. it was like a matter of playing and singing it, right? Yeah. Because that freaked well, me out. Sean wrote the majority of those songs, and he wrote them in thinking that it was like he was going to play guitar, Braden was going to play bass, I was just going to sing without playing guitar, and Dylan was going to play drums. Yeah. So, it's we've had to approach writing in a completely different way, but it made it harder, like Dill said. But I think it also made it kind of easier in a way because we've now that we've grown as writers as well, like we can write more like note based stuff. Like yeah. I remember back in the day, I just wanted to be like heavy and like full chords and stuff. But now we're doing more single note stuff. Yeah, so. and it's it's, I think better. I think the single note stuff sounds more like us anyway. Like I think we found yeah. our sound in that way. Oh, yeah. for sure, absolutely. Yeah, like again, like I, I have not heard the EP yet, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah. I'm sure when I do, I'll be like, ah. Oh, um, but so I know you guys were kind of looking for a guitar player. You were kind of there's mm-hmm. a couple guys you mentioned. You were kind of mulling around. Yeah. Um, when the decision finally was made, that you know what, we're just gonna go into a three piece. What what kind of finally just triggered that? Like I, I, don't think I think it was, it was like one decision. I think we just slowly gave it. Just kind of happened. Yeah, yeah. Never, there was never a definitive point where we were like, no, we're not going to get another. There was e- there was even a really slight idea that Braden would play guitar and then we'd that. find another bass player. Yeah, but we would never find another bass player like Braden, so we that's couldn't. That's what it came down to. We're like, we're not going to yeah. find someone that's going to you know write like Braden does. Yeah, because no no two that's people what, write alike. That's right? what I said. Yeah. I was just like, I'm going to Braden doesn't play guitar. Mm-hmm. Find some other like person to play bass. Yeah. Just find some yeah. idiot who cares. Like, this. But we had like a few people interested. We had like a thing on Kijiji and whatnot. Yeah, we had a couple. We had a guy named Clint that was interested for a while. Yeah, shout out to Clint for listening. Shout out to Clint Lowry. Emailed him like, ooh, Clint Lowry, sweet. Clint Lowry joins out Sean. And like the guy had like all the gear. Like you know, like as part of our ad, we said you can't have like a line six spider one twelve kind of thing, right? Like you got to have gear that can keep up with the four twelve and the big and our bass amp and all that. And he emailed back that he had like a Mesa Mark V with a couple four twelves, like an angle, all this nice PRS stuff. So we're like, okay, this guy's probably the right guy for the job. Emails another time, and he's like thirty three. 
<laughs> so we're like, so yeah, you know, and that's another thing. We need to find someone who can gel with us and mm-hmm. yeah, preferably around the same age. Yeah, but. I mean, if you got a guy who's 33, I mean, hey, that's great and everything. I'm sure yeah. he's a great player, but he's, yeah. yeah. I mean, at that point, how you doing? Yeah. You know, yeah. like, I just. And if gear was a requirement right from the beginning, I would have never got the gear. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, well what, what, what gear did you have for the first jam? What's that? What gear did you have for the first jam? Sean's. Uh, I had Sean's gear. Sean's <laughs> gear. Yeah. It was like a what? 115. What amp is that? It was like a 115 Marshall bass combo. Yeah. Yeah. That's Sean's what we used for the longest time. And Sean's bass. bass. I didn't and have Sean- a working bass. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. So basically, what you're telling me is Sean is responsible for Sean happening. Yeah. yeah. I guess so. Yeah, for sure. But, um, <laughs> so you guys were kind of touching on earlier, um, talking about, uh, writing as a three piece and that. So I kind of, I kind of want to just kind of go a little bit more in depth with that as far as like the first few riffs, maybe that you guys wrote in that, like mm. more, maybe more a little bit, but like the first actual song you guys kind of were looking was like, that's a decent song. Like, what was, what was the first song. song we wrote as a three piece? Feel all right? Probably feel all right. Yeah. And that, that was, solid that, that was a riff that. Like uh, that, we came up with while Sean was in the band. Yeah, Dylan and I that, jammed it at like we were supposed to be packing up, and I was like, "Oh, I'm feeling this riff." So Dylan and I jammed yeah. it one day. That riff's always been around; it just hasn't mm-hmm. been brought to light. Mm-hmm. So that was the first song we wrote. I really don't dig that tune now, <laughs> but these guys. A lot of people do. dig it when I use it. Uh, another one I use. Yeah, I don't yeah. know. I don't know what it is. Like I like the riff and all that, but I'm not big on the chorus. Can, the can, chorus can bugs I, me. Can I just say? I, I, I feel like that's because I remember when you showed me the riff and you're like, mm-hmm. what do you think? I'm like, that's sick. And you're like, yeah, we're going to write like a drinking song. Mm-hmm. And my response to you was, why? <laughs> you're like, yeah. well, like, we got to have that, like, Nickelback style hit, you know? Like, it's something, you like, didn't word it like that, but, like, something yeah, like that. Yeah, it's and, not even like the lyrical content that bugs me. It's just, no, I it's don't just like literally the chorus that. and the chorus melody and the, the mm-hmm. chorus. Because I always thought that, stuff. I always figured that was why. Because I'm like, you guys, like, don't, like, Knowing you guys, like I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, you don't strike me as a band that's like, yeah, this song is no. called Bottoms Up. Like, I, still, <laughs> yeah. I don't see it. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. After yeah. that, I think we went. We did not ready yet. Yeah. Which another one I'm not fond of, but <laughs> another back burner. Yeah, it's like a, it's a B side. Another solid yeah, tune. Though. That's a B side. Yeah. Another solid tune. And then after that was like the one I was probably most stoked about, which was Changed Today. I think we've learned from from Feel Right and you were most stoked about it because you didn't actually write it. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> it turns out it's the exact same rip as Green Day song. <laughs> what song? Yeah, that's why we don't play anymore. Change today. I won because I really like that song. Yeah. We're, we're, we're working on rewriting it right now. It's the we, same we as like a Green the Day song. song? So, yeah, same chord progression. It's one of my favorite songs lyrically. You've written too. Yeah, it's yeah, really, it's really awesome. But and then yeah, like after that song, I think all of a sudden it was just it was weird. All of a sudden, like a flick kind of went for both Braid and I and riffs and riffs riffs and it was riffs for days riffs and. They're, Braid and I have learned that we write really similar. Like, there's a few times where we've been going through our computers for ideas, and he's been like, "Dude, I have that same riff on my computer," <laughs> and we'll show, and it's like pretty much the exact same. So it's really cool when stuff like that happens, and it's more like I don't really want to like try and name a band name, but it's like I guess kind of monster trucky in the sense of it's like single note kind of stuff, right? So and straight I think rock, right yeah. to the, right to the point. Yeah, it's and like now when I write stuff, it's more about the groove. It's not so much like let's just be heavy. It's like you got to feel the groove in the song. So groovy. Mm-hmm. That's that's one thing that I anyone who's I've ever shown your stuff to usually this just the head starts bopping. Yeah, it's groovy. That's the goal. It's groovy, but like there's some balls to it. You know, it's yeah. not like it's like some modern rock stuff you hear. It's just like straight groove, and there's yeah. no like yeah. substance to it. And we, we played enough stuff that it was like people saying, you know, you got to write 
to separate yourselves. Mm-hmm. And for the longest time, we're like, yeah, we, that's what we're trying to do. And yeah. I think now the stuff we're writing is separating us. Like it's, we found our sound. It only took four years, but yeah. <laughs> you know what? It takes bands sometimes years. Yeah, you got bands. Oh yeah, our first three records sucked. It's like. Yeah, yeah. You never know. Yeah. Like four records from now, we could be playing like German pop music. Who knows? Like I think. Sound. Okay, hang on a minute. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna stop you right there. So what you're telling me here right now on the Honda <laughs> Show on August 10th, 2016, that Outshined is eventually going in four albums from now is going to be a German pop band. That's right. <laughs> so anyone who's listening to this, uh, we're currently learning Germany. German, Germany, the language. <laughs> We're not currently the learning Germany. <laughs> so you're learning. You're learning about. So you're learning about Germany. Yes. Oh, right. yeah. So well, tell me something about Germany. If you're learning about it. Well, Hitler was there. Yeah. <laughs> of course you'd call. Not rest in peace. You're, you're dead. <laughs> See ya. <laughs> okay. All right, and uh, that's that. Uh, <laughs> it's no longer TJ13. Yeah, it's longer TJ13. That's rated R. <laughs> TJR. Uh, <laughs> DJ R. Um. <laughs> 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 I can't believe I just made that. <laughs> uh, I'm sorry, everybody. That sucks. As he pulls his iPod out of his pocket. Army. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I think with... Uh, What's a pirate's girlfriend name? <laughs> Peg. <laughs> <laughs> but I, uh, I think this EP is like the most sure we've been with all our songs. That's why I think it's like so rewarding. Yeah, and we... We wanted it to be dynamic. Like, we didn't want to just... At first, Dylan and I were just like, you know, maybe we should kind of have the same and just be show that we can be a hard rock band. Yeah. So that and there's some consistency there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And then Braden talked us into Sunrise. I didn't. But I lost out on that. Yeah. The Reduce talked you into Braden yeah, was yeah, like right. all pushing for it. And then we got in the studio and we had another song we were going to do, but it wasn't finished lyrically or melodically. We were going to finish it while we were in the studio, and then they got, uh, the guys at the studio, the Reduce, they were like, you know, maybe you guys should pull something else out that's done. Do you have like yeah. a, kind of a ballad type thing? Because this EP doesn't have a ballad. <laughs> and Braden right away was oh, like, yeah. what about Sunrise? So we pulled it out, showed it to them, and in like 30 seconds, they're like, "That's you guys got to record it. That's the song. And I, d- I do not regret that decision. Not at all. It's like, I like the song as it was because I wrote it for Lex, that kind of thing, right? And There's a lot of meaning to it. Yeah. There. And it came out way better than I ever could have expected. Oh, yeah. Like, super, super, super exceeded my expectations. So as far as, um, uh, I guess, kind of each song, on, I, want, I want to talk about, like, the recording the EP and kind of maybe some stories about that thing. But what I want to talk about first, just because we're kind of on the topic, um, <clears throat> maybe talk a little bit about each song, like, as far as what, oh, kind of how it was gone. And so the first song we have here is uh, Shut, yeah. which is, again... I hate that I haven't heard anything yet, but I'm, I'm assuming this song is going to be like, just judging by the name, it's yeah. going to be good. Do you guys want to kind of take turns? It's the ballad. It's the ballad. <laughs> Starting off strong with a ballad in the yeah. A minor. You guys kind of want to like go through and take turns with songs and sure. see what, say what each thing says? Like we'll each take a song kind of thing? Yeah. yeah. All right. So, so uh, I'll, I'll take shot then. It's, I think what we're going to kind of push is the single. Yeah. That was um, another question I was going to ask. <laughs> yeah. It's going to be that or, or Situation Overload. Probably shut because it has like a group vocal anthemic kind of hook thing in the chorus. And it's just a straight ahead driving rock tune. It's nothing super flashy. It's just a radio rock tune. That's pretty much all it is. And uh, I always bug the guys about like we should have made this a concept EP because a lot of the <laughs> lyrical content is kind of similar. Yeah. These guys are like, no. But shut's <laughs> just kind of like. Stupid. 
Yeah. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> See, now, that's like, I'm of the school where, like, concept albums, like, I think, are sick. Yeah, like, I love too. that stuff. I think they're really cool. I think if it all tells, like, a continuing story, not if it has a similar theme. Yeah, that's, yeah which is I guess the best. Fair I can understand that. <laughs> this is not a concept album. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. These are a bunch of songs that are kind of about the same thing somewhat. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think this one, lyrically, um, it's just about someone that uh, you didn't necessarily get along with, and they were trying to control what you're doing, and you're just... I mean, the, the, there's a line in the pre-chorus that's, uh, I hold my middle finger up to you, so, you know, that's... There you uh, go. Good solid, yeah, solid that's a, that's lyrics. A, that's a, to interpretation. Yeah. <laughs> to interpretation. That's I about love, as R as we get yeah. right there. I, I love the one line. Did you come in with once in a while, mate? He's just like, oh, I know it's with this. Yeah. <laughs> one of the lines. <laughs> Have you thought about doing a podcast? Uh. <laughs> <laughs> one of the lines in the chorus is, who are you to tell me who I should be? Uh, keep your mouth shut and let me be. So it's just, yeah, it's just kind of like a big screw you. Like the rhyming trying to control you. Yeah. It's, <laughs> yeah. It's like, why, one of you? Oh, yeah. I mean, you wrote it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, but we might as well rotate through. Because then by the time we do that, I'll, I'll hit Sunrise. Oh, yeah, we've already sort of touched <laughs> on it. It's just like uh, one of those songs that were sort of done when we started playing. And it's just, uh, yeah, what is it about, Brandon? I don't even know. <laughs> That's one of the first lyrics I wrote. And it's like, it's about a. Um, like a drug addicted mother who loses her kids basically so yeah that's what it's right right that simply yeah <laughs> not from personal experience no, yeah. no. If, you, if you listen to the lyrics you'll figure out how it's related to that so i was wondering what that was a what why it was about and i think yeah. i've never asked it's you. sort of a song I, I like to think like you you can perceive it as whatever you want yeah, it. I mean, oh for sure because i didn't get that at yeah. all like yeah not in a bad way just. yeah that's like it's something like i mean there'll be people listening now but lyrics to me aren't i like to like people to take their own interpretation on it <laughs> so what are we in the in the garden, Braden. I'll let you talk about this one. Yes. Uh, yeah. It, in the garden is my biggest contribution to this album. It's, I wrote the majority of this one, and uh, he's taking credit for the whole thing. Might <laughs> 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 as well take credit for one. Yeah, brother, do it. Do it up. He wrote the he wrote the drums and everything. So. Oh yeah. Oh damn. Did you, you actually did. No. That's it. No. <laughs> oh. so, I don't. I don't know. I wrote like the guitar and the structure and all that. But um, the lyrics are basically just about um, ignorance, I guess. The chorus, I had two different choruses, and they were both meant different things. But Brandon wanted to use both of them to fill up the whole thing. So, I'm not sure that it makes sense, but that's actually open to interpretation. <laughs> I, I think it makes really good sense. Yeah? I, yeah. I sort of, I yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Me too. So, now to Sunrise. Um, so, this one I wrote for my girlfriend for four years. Um, it's just about... Literally, simply about the one you love, hanging out with them, and just doing things you like to do, right? And uh, just the main line of the chorus is, "You are my sunrise," right? And you know, sunrises, majority of the time, are pretty beautiful. So it's just that kind of thing. It's it's an open G. It's like the ballad. There's some <laughs> that's that's just the sweetest thing I've ever heard. <laughs> <laughs> you know, there's some violins in the bridge and and that kind of thing. We experiment with some stuff. So yeah, because yeah. I, I remember you, you sent yeah. me a Snapchat of you playing like a dobro or something. Hmm. Yeah, that's and not that song though. <laughs> oh, okay. Hey, I don't yeah. know. It's around. It's around. It's around there somewhere. Um, and like you're like, yeah, this is sick. I'm like, oh, interesting. And then like, mm-hmm. I think a couple days later, you're just like, yo, violins. 
Yeah. And I was like, what? Yeah, I mean, like, we can, if, if you'd like, we can go through that after what's different, cool stuff that's on each song. Oh, Sean, for sure, yeah. Though, for Sunrise, when we told Sean that we had violins on it, he was pissed. Because <laughs> the whole time he was in the band, we'd play, play like, a song, you go, he'd go, oh, what do you think about maybe some uh, some violins on some this? Some string parts here, maybe? Mm-hmm. Brendan go, no, that's not heavy. Sean goes, all right, fine. Oh, yeah. we're, we're a hard <laughs> rock band, brother. What about some uh, piano on this song? Brendan goes, no, that's not heavy. And Sean goes, okay, well, right, screw you. <laughs> no, there's yeah. piano on, like, three of the songs in this. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe he had to be like the sacrificial lamb in order for that to happen. Yeah. Perhaps. He's basically the Jason Newstead of our trying. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he had the, the, the Metallica that exists now is the Metallica that Jason Newstead always wanted. He had to yeah, exactly. be, leave the band for that to happen. Yeah. I don't know why I just thought of that reference, but whatever. <laughs> All right. So this next song is my favorite song on the EP, uh, Situation Overload. Uh, it's just a really hard rock tune, just right to the points. It's really awesome. I ended up writing the lyrics for this one. Because I guess Brandon was uh, struggling with the lyrics at the po- at this point, and um, I just wrote it about like diseases in general. Because I've had people in my family like suffer with cancer and stuff mm-hmm. like that, so I just sort of wanted to write about that and sort of the experience, what they would think in their mind when they had the disease, and what they thought other people around them would think. And I just thought it it was a cool tune to sort of express that that's feeling. Some, yeah, no, that's that's cool. And yeah, and, and like I just think to add to that, like situation overload, the title is is kind of what's going on in your mind when yeah. that's when that stuff's happening right because yeah, i'm not like when I, I you guys were here when i saw it i was like oh come on like yeah, yeah i'm thinking it's like gonna be like some like classic rock i'm like oh come on really but then like you explain it to me and i'm like yo that's like that's mm. it's a yeah. heavy topic but it's sick it's like you know yeah and it was cool that like dylan pulled through and wrote all the lyrics for it it was really cool that's it i had the i had the like the main situation overload line it was just one of those things that one day just popped into my head, and it didn't make any sense at the time. But I'm like, that's kind of cool. I'll, I'll record it and keep it. And thank God I did keep it. Yeah, yeah. I think thank it turned God. out pretty sweet. Yeah. And the last song we have on here, uh, "Set Me Free," it's probably one of the songs that went through the most changes mm-hmm. while we were in the studio. That and probably in the garden. Definitely. It's. Uh, I don't know what the hell it's about, but <laughs> <laughs> couldn't tell you what it's, it's about. It's a really cool <laughs> dynamic song. And uh, it's always the one we end our shows with, and Brandon just goes wild at the end of oh, the yeah. set. Yeah, it's just a fun song to play. It's yeah, the chorus has got like this the kind of string rake things in it, so it makes it nice and heavy and yeah. thickens it up. <laughs> yeah, we had a lot of really cool stuff to the, to this song on the EP. Like, mm-hmm. so those are the songs. So kind of, kind of, um, you guys were just kind of touching on some stuff that is in each song. Maybe just kind of, kind of go through each song as far as like anything cool to mention or any funny stories or like that mm-hmm. as far as when you guys are recording them well to clear up all the songs uh we recorded drums with just the drums and then after the drums were done we did cymbals like all alone mm-hmm. oh. so it was a, yeah it was a really different process it was interesting yeah. to watch dylan do that because he's he's never done it before no it's hilarious to watch <laughs> <laughs> yeah while, while he's doing he, the drums he's still miming out the cymbals yeah oh yeah yeah, so he's like swinging full weird. out for cymbals and hitting the snare, right? So he's swinging at nothing. It's really funny to watch. There's <laughs> one part Brandon and I were in stitches because he's in the cymbal section of one song and he gets to a little drum solo and he mimes out the drum solo with no drums there and I guess he messes it up and makes a face even though he's not recording any of it. <laughs> Brandon and I like he knew. He's just like, oh, yeah, yeah, I messed yeah. up. Yeah, it was funny. It was kind of cool. Yeah, it was a cool different experience anyway. Mm-hmm. And it turned out amazing. Like I, w- I was sort of doubting it in my mind, but I shouldn't. Doubt Dalton Radu, like he's he's a genius. Knows what he's doing. Oh, yeah. he's a genius. So I've never even I've never heard of that before. Like yeah. recording it all, but it would it yeah. makes sense. I've heard of it. Yeah, it, it does. It makes for a much cleaner product at the end of it because you're not worrying about 
drum hits getting in overhead mics and that kind of thing and washing air mm-hmm. you know, oh for sure symbols washing out something else that kind of thing so um but yeah the different things in each song that were kind of cool like set me free in the intro um we there's stomps and claps and obviously the claps are just claps but the stomps are actually uh we put on work shoes and stomped on a staircase so that's like the kick drum sound i guess if you want to say yeah. at the beginning yeah it's really cool um what else is on there in set me free same thing there's that's where the dobro is in ah, the verses interesting um oh well, there's there's a lot of stuff i think there's Tons. mandolin on a couple songs that was different to play were you were you playing the mandolin on it yeah it was yeah. really weird to play because it was it's four strings but it's doubled up so it's eight right yeah cause cause like i've seen string. you play one or two before at the show at the mm-hmm. store back in the day yeah it's interesting to play a lot of synth stabs throughout all the yeah. songs really yeah and what was really cool is that it was awesome recording with someone like Dalton because he really pushed us to do other stuff and just yeah. said, you know, we'll record everything and if there's stuff that sounds like crap, we just won't use it. So there's a lot of layering guitar stuff, like I was mentioning earlier, doing the stuff that I'm used to playing rhythm parts, mm-hmm. then capoing it and doing different inversions of the chords, and then arpeggiating stuff as well. So some tracks, there's like, you know, six different, or well, not six, but probably three or four different guitar parts going on. But it doesn't sound like there is. It's just thickening it up, right? Yeah, it's just thickening it up. Yeah, mm-hmm. see, I get that. And like, yeah. I'm sure like I'd hear it and go, oh, okay. Mm-hmm. But like the average person, they don't notice it unless it's not there. Yeah. That's one thing yeah. if I've noticed with local bands and stuff like that is yep. little things like that. You like, Just for example, on Garden, I did uh, a Gibson, a big J- Gibson J200 acoustic as like my main acoustic part. We did a Baby Taylor, like a, the mini ones as, as well. We did a Telly into an Orange, Gibson into a Mesa. And then I think there's mandolin on that as well. Maybe a little bit of 12 string. So there's a bunch of different guitar parts. So. Mm-hmm. A lot of different guitars, too. And a phantom tambourine. That's, yeah, on Garden. <laughs> and a phantom tambourine. There's they tambourine in the back course. Braden doesn't hear it, so. I can't hear it for the life of me. Yeah. Really? I, I hear it because like, I did it. Recorded I'm going to listen to it. I'm going to let you know if yeah. I hear it, too. I'm yeah. like, bro, it's Yeah, there. a lot of uh, auxiliary percussion, too, ah. which I have never recorded before, but. It's not hard, so. <laughs> it's not hard. It's not hard, so I mean, you yeah. know, I'll do it anyway. Yeah. Anything bass-wise you want to talk about, Braden? Uh, well, I uh, did all the tracks twice. <laughs> I was I was going to bring this up. Yeah, <laughs> I, uh, so, so, Dylan, you want to... Uh, Dylan, uh, Braden, you want to tell that story Take real quick? Take it away, Dylan. <laughs> <laughs> so I, w- I went in for the the, uh, the day of bass recording, and Brandon wasn't there that day. And uh, so we sat down, and we had I had a headstock tuner on the bass. We had a tuner on the, the audio interface. But my uh, my Jackson bass I usually play, the intonation was just screwed on it. So I had to play the bass that they had in the studio. And uh, it it was much had much thinner strings on it. And I play with a very heavy pick and usually hit the strings pretty hard. So we'd tune before every song. But about, oh, five seconds in, I'd knock it out of tune. But no one in the studio. It was me... <laughs> Dalton, the producer. All the musicians yeah. in this place. There was, there was about no five musicians sitting in the studio. No one realized that all the songs had gone out of tune. <laughs> and Brandon comes later that night, and he's just sitting playing video games, and he hears Y playing. Working hard, back. of course. <laughs> and he just he hears Y in the background. He goes, hey, Dalton, that's out of tune. And then Dalton goes, uh, no, I don't think it is. And they go in, and they start playing the guitars over, and they go, Oh, Christ, that's out of tune. <laughs> Uh-oh. I remember Brandon texted me that night, and he goes, so you might have to come in and redo a bit of stuff when you come in. A bit of it got out of tune. I thought, oh, shit, okay. And I, I get in, I was like, so what was out of tune? And Dalton goes, all six songs were out of tune, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> all six gonna, of them. You're going to have yeah. to do it all again. So we just Damn. gave him a lighter pick and redid it. 
At he, that point, he flew we, through them anyway. Oh, like, he ripped them out in like a couple hours. Like always. But yeah, at that point we had a lot of the guitar tracks done, so we could tell what was out of tune and whatnot, right? So, but it's the, that's just what happens, I guess, when you're recording an EP. Sometimes there's there's, there's funny stories, and that any more kind of like funny stories, anything funny that happened when you guys were recording, <laughs> oh, or that you can t- talk about. And so many. Oh, too many. Dylan Sirai with Colin. Oh, hockey playing NHL. Yeah, we we would just have a big like NHL tournament between the two of us, and it would just get intense. Like we'd even get too loud where Dalton would have to scream at us to mm-hmm. stop talking. Yeah. Because we're just having so much fun playing. It's like, yeah, we're recording next to us. Like, uh, we're recording your EP here, boy. Yeah, so exactly. Down. Exactly. Like, just the three of them that run the studio, like, they're three of the funniest gentlemen I've ever met in my life. Nicest guys. Like, like, and they're three brothers, though. So, you know, when they get in little arguments, <laughs> it's the funniest thing in the world. Because they're all brothers. Yeah. 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 We, like, we highly suggest working with them. Oh, yeah. Well, and what's awesome. Just right now, what's what's their studio so again? It's called Rad Lounge Studio. Rad Lounge Studio. R-A-D. Rad Lounge Studio. So they're just kind of getting off the ground. So we're the first band they had in. They're, they're just looking to grow. Dalt's been doing it for years. He went to Berkeley and everything. So That's legit. They know what they're doing. Yeah. Oh, definitely know what they're doing. But there's, yeah, the, the one thing that sticks out in my mind, and I think we all laugh at it equally, like, it was just the funniest thing. And we have video footage, and it'll be out eventually, but Colin is talking to Phil. And uh, he says, yeah, what's with this outfit? Have you not done laundry yet? And Phil goes, no, actually, this was the last thing left in my in my closet today. And Colin goes, yeah, because you look terrible. You look like a butterfly. <laughs> and Phil the most g- colorful yeah. outfit I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, it was like it was like a turquoise shirt with like red and yellow on it. And he was wearing like super light colored khaki like shorts. <laughs> and he stand, can't, Phil stands in front of the camera and he's like, if you're watching this, please hashtag Phil is a butterfly. <laughs> And the funniest part of the whole video is calling in the background. Phil, all we can see is your fat barrel. All we can see is your fat barrel. And it's just you got. I'll show you later. It's oh, the funniest God. thing, man. There's a lot of good times though. Yeah. Can't even so pick hi- a specific. Highly recommend working with the producers. Oh, definitely. oh hands down. Definitely. Yeah. Highly recommend. Now, now something Clearly we haven't musicians too. All of them. Oh yeah, for sure. Even just yeah. hanging out with them, like you don't got to work with them. Just hang out with them. Just hang out with them. Good <laughs> yeah. guys. Yeah. Check out uh, Beyond, Beyond the Sun, of course. Yes. yes. Um, I think they're still they're still doing stuff. Oh, right yeah, I think I haven't I haven't seen, heard anything from them for a while, yeah. but. They're now they're working cool cool yeah. now something we haven't really talked about which is kind of surprising seeing me and you are in the same room brandon um not taking away from you guys just it's what we're ready to talk about nine percent of the time the gear Ooh. that was used i i want to hear all about the gear i i know that it's it's money it's money but yeah. what uh what were some of the gear you guys were using well here's where it gets boring for these two <laughs> but so. I, I want to bore everyone listening right now brandon yeah go in depth we honestly didn't use pretty much any of my stuff on this um i think we used my strat on one thing my red strat that red Fiesta Fiesta red. strat yeah. where did you happen to get that strat sir good old gigs music hell yeah <laughs> and uh from who exactly mr tj hotter that damn right <laughs> <laughs> so we used that for like the octave slides and set me free and that was it but the pretty much the meat and potatoes like the high gain tones on the uh, on the ep are a prs into a mesa uh triple rec the mini racks the 25 watts through 112 cab that's pretty much most of the guitar tones on this with a lot of acoustics and stuff and the other two big sounds we used a lot were a gibson 339 so the smaller body 335 into an orange and a telly into an orange so those were the main two for the ep so some solid solid uh yeah we used lots of good gear as far as acoustics we use like gibson j200s and it's a really nice sounding stuff but and then i so I guess my favorite tone, I'll give you that on the EP, is uh, in the Situation Overload solo. I use an Octafuzz, and it's just... You awesome. love those Octafuzzes. Oh, dude, it sounds you wicked. 
That's awesome. Yeah. Oh. And, and how do you both feel about this octopus? Oh, geez. It can, it can go away. It wouldn't we bother use, me. We use a lot of octopus on Situation Overload. That When the, the whole riff kicks in, there's four octaves of the riff because there's Braden doing it, my normal octave, then we capoed 12th fret, played an octave up there with the octopus on. The octaves so you need. There's four octaves. In it, but it sounds so I got, cool. Yeah, i got to say it sounds I'm amazing. sure when I hear it, I'm like, okay. Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. We'll show you after we're done. We'll plug it yeah. into the system for you. Yeah, and uh, my experience is pretty much just as entertaining as Brandon's was, actually. Uh, we were using, for drums, we were using a beautiful Pearl Reference Series kit, which, if you guys don't know what that is, it's an amazing drum set. And I was I was really honored to play on it because it sounded amazing. And we also shuffled through a few bass drums. Like, we, I didn't use a single snare the same t- like all, all at the same time. Like, we used a thousand snares. Like, I couldn't even keep track. A thousand symbols, not none of my own. Like, it was crazy how much uh, adult stuff I used. Mm. And I think it was—it wasn't a matter of like our stuff wasn't good. It was just yeah. like Dalt's used to what he he does. It sounds good. Dalt so knows the like, sound that we want, and he yeah. wanted to get the sound from that for that mm, song yeah. out of the drums. Yeah. So well, like you know, he knows that we want to. We're going for heavy sound, so he goes, "Let's use the Mesa right off the bat. Mesa with the PRS, right? Like you can't go wrong with that. Yeah, so. for sure. Yeah." <laughs> Yeah, so he would he would bring out a snare and hit it and say, yeah, that doesn't sound right. Bring out another snare, finds the right sound out of the snare, tunes it a little bit differently every time. Mics it differently. Yeah, mics it differently. And just, and we also did a lot of, like, towel over the bass drum, like a lot of different things to the drum set specifically to make it sound the way it should in the song, and yeah. it turned out amazing. I, my, I think one of my favorite, like, drum sounds, like, just honestly, regardless is the uh, the big reference kick. Yeah, oh yeah. Like, that thing's got so much punch and so much bottom end, it's awesome. Oh, yeah. So as far as bass stuff, <laughs> uh, Braden over here. My rig was one Ibanez bass plugged into the board. <laughs> yeah. That was literally what you were using. Yeah. That's literally all it was. Yeah, well, it's what, what, nothing Ibanez fancy bass. on my end. <laughs> it's the one they had in their studio. These guys are all... Braden, check the gig bag you got over there. It's the same one. That you're renting at the moment. It's the same style, same uh, model of bass. I'm, I'm just curious. Just mm. is there anyone, gearhead one of those, what it's it one of the SRs. It's oh, yeah. Can't afford. yeah. <laughs> oh, okay, yep, yep. That's, yeah. a, that's a beautiful bass. Yeah, yeah. They're, you guys can't see it. It's like a beautiful, like, dark <laughs> walnut finish. Yeah. I only Five have four string. strings in the studio, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's a beautiful bass. I'm going to steal that. Yeah, that was that. my setup. Oh. I, I don't <laughs> know. Like, Dalton might have put you know effects and something on it but after, yeah, there's it definitely processing going on on his end. Yeah. yeah yeah but you're just straight into the board yeah hey you got yeah. while we were recording though we put this gross like lemmy tone on it even when we were recording like <laughs> the ballads it's all like real heavy distorted <laughs> bass recording the ballads yeah. with a heavy distorted oh, that's great well it just makes fun. it poke through right so you can yeah. hear it when you're yeah, recording yeah, for sure so that's uh that's kind of was there any songs you guys had that like just didn't make the cut like there's there a couple songs that can't were control like, me can't control me can't control me <laughs> it's the second song we ever wrote together and it's like i wanted to go for like a hardcore acdc vibe on that song and it didn't turn out that way yeah <laughs> no. yeah it didn't turn out that way no that's that's probably it turn out more airborne or i can speak for all of us probably our least favorite song lots of people like it though yeah, yeah like it's a lot of people song. who don't know us well will come up and say like that was a really killer tune mm-hmm. that's why we keep it around i'd say Just I really the dancing it. song. Yeah. yeah. Shake, shake the butts to it. Yeah. I really wanted to get Feel All Right on this one, but mm-hmm. I lost out on that. Uh, maybe, hey, maybe next time, you know. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. I, I was going to ask if there was a song each you kind of were like, oh, man, I like that song. But, uh, I think me and Braden were both both uh, pushing for Feel All Right a little bit. Yeah. But um, at the Mr. end of the Mr. day. Mr. Hastings put the, put the, the stop to that. Right yeah. Quick. 
Mm. Well, I, I agree with the lineup we have now in the CP. Oh, for sure. So. Yeah, yeah. I don't think that song would fit. Yeah, there's nothing here I would replace. With yeah, no. exactly. Change today. I was bummed wasn't going to be on here, but that wasn't like a choice that we made. It was just that it, it was a rip. <laughs> so a We originally were going for a five-song EP. Yeah. But we actually threw the, the last song in for Sunrise, mm-hmm. which was a great decision, obviously. Yeah. Yeah, I'm glad we went with six. Yeah. Oh, for sure. I think it's a good amount. Not too many, mm-hmm. not too little. You guys kind of each have, uh, kind of you guys have touched on this a little bit, but as far as each, you kind of have a favorite song off the EP that you guys like are really looking forward to playing and like that kind of thing? Really? Yeah, like I said, Situation Overload, just a great tune. I wrote the lyrics for it. It's just, it's just a song I, I want to, like when I put in our EP, like I want to go right to that song. Like it's just it's so balls to the wall. It's like, it's really awesome. Yeah, it's definitely a situation overload for me too. Um, but it's between that and Shut because Shut, because of the big group vocal thing in it, I hope the day comes that we get the chance for a crowd to sing that. That'd be yeah. just incredible yeah. to hear that sing about. It's a dream. That'd be that'd be awesome. But Shut's always fun because you jam out power stance and headbang. So yeah, now that our EP's for sale, people will actually listen to our mm-hmm. stuff and people possibly would know what yeah. we're what we're playing, right? So. Well, ne- next time there's a show and I'm there. <clears throat> yeah, I'll chant along. That's right, Braden. I don't know that I really have a favorite to play. Uh, I really like doing "Set Me Free," and uh, I can yeah, tell you a favorite I like you to play: <laughs> "Garden." Oh yeah. Except that you insist on introducing me at the beginning. Of the <laughs> yeah, Brayden hates hate being it. introduced. Brayden's every. Not that one sounds like that. <laughs> <laughs> that was me introducing him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, he hates getting introduced, so we always make sure we like Dylan and I make a point of introducing him. So. Oh, yeah. I'm usually the only person to get introduced, actually. Yeah, I yeah. Really. Forget about well, yeah, so you you got to turn it around then. Yeah, really. <laughs> then I'd have to talk in the mic. <laughs> it's a little douchey if I introduce myself. So. Yeah. And I'm Brendan Hastings. Someone got me a Diet Pepsi. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> No Diet Coke, actually. Diet Coke, excuse me. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. And your your McDoubles with ketchup only. Uh, yeah. See, I I remember. I'm a, I'm a good uh, I'm a good uh, roadie or whatever. Uh, so, talk about the EP. Talk about all that kind of thing. So, kind of what's what's next for Outshine at this point? Sitting here right now, what's what's next? What's some of the big next? I goals? hope an album. Yeah. We we have we have a lot of songs in the making that. Mm-hmm. I would love to have one yeah, on recording. I'm, I'm, I'm seeing on your board over here. <laughs> I'm seeing some names. I won't drop any names or anything. But, uh, no, you got to keep that one top secret. Oh, that's going to be top secret. That's going to be a big one. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, a lot of songs in the making. So I, I think an album would be great. But obviously, until then, bigger shows, you know. Just continue on the path that we're, we're on right now. Because, you know, a few months ago, we opened for Bleaker, which was awesome in itself. That was just insane for us yeah and then fast forward to now or last night we're opening for bleaker and pop evil so it's a jump up so hopefully we can just keep jumping up keep and, progressing and, and, and it's been so. like it's been quick like yeah when you texted yeah. me you were like dude we're opening for pop evil and bleaker i was yeah. like holy crap and not like, too long ago before that we were just getting over our biggest show we've ever had as a band yeah yeah now it's like just progressing yeah it's a slow burn like yeah. it's a good it's a good thing yeah, yeah. So I, I, I see nothing but wonderful things in your guys' future. Well, and I'm not just saying that to blow smoke up your ass. <laughs> it's cool, like, you know, that we've played enough shows and we've done a lot, done a lot of shows and it's cool now to see that it's kind of paying off. And You're starting to see that, uh, that, yeah. that thing. Especially, like, 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 I wish I could have been there last night because, like, I, I can only imagine how cool it would have been for you guys. Like, mm-hmm. people mm-hmm. coming up to you, one of your autographs. And you kind of touched on that earlier well, in the Shocking. One, yeah, we're, we're getting a taste of that, like, small fame. You know what I mean? 
Like, yeah. I don't mean to sound like a dick or anything. Not that it's not cool, because it is. It's in- insanely cool. Yeah. Like, it, for us, it's, we've never had, you know, people that want autographs other than family and yeah. stuff. <laughs> but last night, we had so many people come up that we had no idea who they were. That like, they seemed fired up to meet us. Like Yeah. And we had people come from the last show saying, hey, uh, we, we came to this one because we saw your, your mustache club show with Bleeker, and you guys were great. So. We're, just, we're just equally as fired up to meet them. Yeah. Yeah. You may screw us. We want to meet you. Yeah, Tell exactly. us about you, man. Yeah. Yeah, it's awesome. We could stand there and chat all day with the same person and, listen, you know, talk about their experiences. What do you think's next, Braden? I'm pretty stoked to be on the radio. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. Yes, that's right. Um, I, yeah. I mentioned that kind of earlier in uh, in the intro for part one. There, you guys are on a Thursday, but m- maybe just kind of uh, again give me the details for that real quick. Um, you got it. Anybody? I Anyone got details? <laughs> I, I, I I lose dates all, right. all the time. So, uh, <laughs> starting August 29th from eight o'clock for that whole week. Um, for so the five days, at eight o'clock, we're going to be on Generation Next on 94.9 The Rock, um, and then I think it's like two o'clock on saturdays or something like that um and then the week after that so september 10th we're doing a cd release party at the uh, mustache club in oshawa and that is going to be sweet yeah so yes. 94 is going to help us promote that the week we're on generation next and uh yeah it should be a good show that, it'll be available on itunes as of that week and we'll have more physical copies and all that kind of stuff so that's the big cd release that's that the big in. that's the big stuff coming that's what's next yeah. for our channel. yeah <laughs> so so um just real quick, I, w- I want to ask this because I, the last like two days, I'm all about Spotify right now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You guys thought we'll put it on Spotify or something like that, or yeah, with the the website we're using to go through, it's going oh, go go on, on all that? iTunes, Spotify, oh, Google right Play. Now. I'll be everything. New, you, Xbox, Xbox Live, Xbox, yeah. Live. <laughs> Xbox Live. Shouts out to all the yeah. gamers out oh, there. Yeah. <laughs> all that kind of stuff. So. Gonna put it on the old SoundCloud, perhaps. So. Yeah, yeah, we might put snippets up on SoundCloud. Yeah, See, everyone always says snippets. You got to put the full song up there yeah, so I can share it. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. I, the harder show lives on SoundCloud. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, but I think there's some cool stuff coming up, um, guys. Be sure to check out Shined Out on Facebook, on the web. Want guys want to give me those uh, all your plugs and stuff now for the social uh, medias and so forth. Website is www.outshine.ca. Our Facebook is Outshine Band Canada. Instagram is Outshine Band, and Twitter is Outshine Band nineteen. <laughs> so all a bunch of different handles. Very inconsistent. So many were stolen. So. I will. Um, I'll, I'll, I, when I. When I share the, the podcast, and I'll make sure I, uh, I I share all you guys' social medias as well, mm-hmm. as well as anything at all that happens. Um, we appreciate your gonna, continuous support. Yes. Oh, dude, always. I, I've said it before, and I'll say it again. I don't like to say this, but it's the <laughs> truth. Out of all like the like local bands, I mean, I'd be lying if you guys weren't my favorite. Oh, we appreciate so, that. So really appreciate that, man. I appreciate you guys uh, b- being cool and coming on the podcast. It's been, I, I can't believe I've, b- I've been here for like four hours. I'm gonna get out of your house now because <laughs> <laughs> this is this has been a blast. So thank you guys for allowing me to come into your jam space and hang out yes. with you guys. Thank you, um, I think we're going to uh, end her off. For- all right, all right. But Brandon, Braden, thank, no thank you guys again. Thank we're gonna you. end off with a little bit of music. All right, so that was part two of my conversation with the guys from Outshined. Uh, it was an absolute blast. If you guys could not tell all the laughs and random segues and so forth, those guys were so open to talk about anything. It was awesome. Like I said in part one, it's just like I'm hanging out with a couple of my buddies when I hang out with those guys. So it was it was an absolute bunch of fun. You can definitely bet I'm sure that they will be on the podcast again. Um, since then, I have listened to the EP in full. And all I can say right now to you guys, it is, it is, it is mind blowing. It is so good. Um, and I'd be straight with you guys. 
you know, if I didn't, uh, if there was, if, if I didn't like it, I'd tell you guys straight up. Um, and I can honestly say I like the entire EP. Uh, there's definitely no filler on this EP. There's no, um, there's no, you know, bull crap as far as dumb lyrical content or anything like that. This is all good stuff. It's all real good old straightforward hard rock rock and roll and there's nothing better than that so you guys may remember that's uh on on uh, part one i i mentioned something about um how we tried to record a little something after the podcast or musical performance and uh, i feel i need to tell you guys what happened with that um basically after the podcast um, when i say we're gonna have a little bit of music um we were going to uh, do a little acoustic performance exclusively for the harder show but unfortunately, my computer had other plans, and it decided to do an update. So I went, oh, okay, well, sorry, boys, we just have to wait a few minutes. Oh, no problem. So they got all their gear set up, and we're sitting there waiting for this damn computer. And it updates, and then it decides to basically crash the entire system. Uh, so long story short, I sat there for about 20 minutes freaking out, thinking I had lost the two podcasts we just did and everything else. Um, so I was freaking out. Turns out everything was fine. Um, and just uh, had to do a system restore and all the podcasts and everything was still there. If for some reason that update messed my computer up, but it is what it is. Um, so uh, definitely next time we will have to get that acoustic performance. I was thinking about just doing it with my phone or something, but I was like, you know what? No, I, I wanted to do it with really good quality. Um, so I just said, you know what, boys, we'll get her next time. And uh, they promised me that next time we do a podcast, we would uh, we would do that acoustic performance. So uh, definitely looking forward to the day that happens. But I am going to play you guys another song off the EP. Now, the EP itself, there are five awesome songs. Um, and it was hard for me. I, I was trying to debate on what I was going to play for you guys again. Because I played Why, obviously, in, in part one there. Um, why is my favorite song off the EP? So I figured, you know what? That's what I'm using for my intro and my outro and that from now on. So I, I figured I'd play the full song. Got really good feedback. A lot of people were asking me if they I can send them the uh, the file and so forth. And that is not how it works here, folks. Uh, you are going to have to be patient and wait for September 10th, which again is their EP release party that they're going to party show they're going to be doing. Um, definitely look forward to that. And Aside from listening to the two songs I'm going to play for you, that I played for you on part one, and then the one I'm going to play for you here today, you can also hear Outshined on 94.9 The Rock's Generation Next, starting August 29th. So that's going to be awesome. Um, I'm so proud of those guys and so happy for those guys. Um, I can't help but sense, but kind of feel a sense of, uh, I guess, uh, pride and proudness, if that makes any sense, um, just because I've, I've, I've known those guys for a while, a while, especially Brandon, like, I mean, the fact that he was my part-timer and my co-op at the store, um, I can't help but feel a little bit of pride in seeing how, how, uh, kind of how, how quickly all this has happened for them, you know, opening up for Bleaker and then opening up for Bleaker and Pop Evil and now being on 99 The Rock and all that, like, it's, it's happening, and it's, it's going to be awesome. And uh, like I said in the end of the podcast there, I see nothing but wonderful things in the, their futures. Um, and, I, you know, I wish them nothing but the absolute best. Um, definitely uh, going to be keeping in touch with those guys throughout everything that ever happens. Um, and, uh, yeah, <laughs> I got nothing else to say about that. So enough rambling on from this guy here. Um, I am going to uh, kick in the another song off the EP here that I'm going to leave you guys with. Now, this song is another song they've had kicking around for a while. Um, I've, I've, I've heard this song progress from the first demo they ever did, which also happened to feature Y and this particular song. 
Um, I've seen them perform it live two or three times. And it's always a song that I always really liked. And this version of the song, which is the actual finished version, album version, is amazing. And this song I'm about to play for you guys, you may recognize it if you've seen them in concert before or if you've uh, listened to any of their old demos and you're going to be blown away by it. This song you're going to hear right now, Crank It Up. This is Set Me Free by Outshined. And I'll catch you guys next time on The Hawker Show. Take it easy. I never want to go.